but nature strip. He's a force of nature today. That's his fourth group length in front. Can he do it? Chautauqua, he's flying. Yes, there's history. But this is a blitz. It's a weak blitz. Two in a row, and she joins the all-time greats of the turf. Winks has won. Margs, how are we going here? This is Bean here. I'm with the Moz for the big, biggest weekend racing up here in Queensland, and that is the All-Star Mile Weekend with our big boy, the Herovian, representing the Sunshine State down there at the Valley. Moz, how are you going? Mate, I'm bloody amazing, and, well, what, can we, what else can we say? But welcome to the motherfucking GC. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's right. The cutest, the cutest yeah, jewel. Yeah. I shouldn't, I shouldn't forget. I shouldn't forget that. <laughs> man, I'm more concerned about the All Star Mile. That's the, um, that's, that's the, it, that's the big just, one. Uh, you left me in wait there. I didn't know if you were as excited, mate. It's a and it's a cracker. Um, it's cracker race day. Full stop. We've also got the Group One Coolmore Classic oh, down there man. from our friends at Rose Hill. Pretty decent race concept. The old cutest jewel series. Um, and you're getting some top line horses that are going to be down there, mate. So it's good times for you and us yeah it's a pretty good it's a pretty good three-year-old field actually <laughs> when um when you got miami police coming up at um at two dollars and five not a dollar not a dollar ten and stuff like that it means that there's half, some half decent oh. competitors getting thrown around down there like kisakano and simply fly i think what's at three or four and the trotnik comes up at 18 dollars or something which is a bit of overs i think in that race so yeah it's pretty interesting yeah not necessarily form into the account but when you look Looking at luck and running, you're looking at barrier draws, all those little one percenters um, can, you know, derail a horse, unfortunately, which uh, which we hope for our sake is not the ones that we're about to throw at the mugs here, mate, because tell you what, I've, I don't know what to make of this weekend. I picked that many at double figures. I don't know if I'm going to be an absolute guru or I've just got no idea where to look. I think it's probably the latter. But we've been right sometimes, mate. Yeah, I've um, I actually picked a few. Can I've you not a, hear me? No, I've picked a few favourites actually. But um, yeah, uh, I've got a couple of favourites and a couple of ones are sort of seven, eight dollars. I haven't. I don't think I've got too many double figure odds. So I'd be interested to see what you throw up. And Margs, that was pretty shit audio, but we fixed it and we're back. Enjoy the rest of the show. All right. Well, mate. Look- that's all right. The bean's back for us, Mugs, and uh, we need to get the show on the road, mate, because we're going to do a runner-by-runner preview for the All-Star Mile there as well. So, uh, look, we're all about the big H, but it is one of those races that three or four of them we can make a case for. So we're going to try and help you, Mugs, narrow down uh, a winner, if not throw some uh, throw some ideas out that might help you see one a little bit clearer than what you did before. But, mate, race one, we've got to get the show on the road. And we're down the GC. What I'm hearing is heavy, 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 heavy looks to be the forecast. Mm. Are you are you sort of looking at your form on a heavy track there, mate, as well? I did it a little bit on like a like a soft sort of maybe getting to a heavy, but I didn't um I didn't go heavy. <laughs> I didn't do it on heavy, heavy mm. form. <laughs> so that could well, that could find me out. From, yeah, from what I've seen today, mate, they have had a bit of rain today, mm-hmm. uh, a little bit of rain tomorrow, but Saturday looks clear. So it's just okay. one of those things that if it's a heavy now, it could be a soft come race day. If it doesn't rain, could be a heavy, mate. Either way, it's going to make everything that much tougher, which is exactly what we need, mate. And looking at race one, when you have an $8 favourite, 
in the field by the name of Katie's daughter. Uh, it's not the ideal way to start the day from a load-up perspective. So 1,200 metres, mate, it was a field of 24 before some scratchings, and they are some key ones. So, you know, we've got Chico Malagros coming out, Skins, Arthur in charge. Um, I don't really know where to start, mate. I guess you've got a few of these horses that we've seen week in, week out. I mean, Paul Anchor's in there. Um, Parco's probably the obvious speed in the race, mate. But barriers, 1,200 metres, luck in running, all those little things. Tell us how you've found a winner, mate. I think um, I think for starters, I think Paul Anker might be the $5 favourite, but it's still pretty open. Though, yeah, I missed fair. that. Yeah. Um, but um, I actually have landed on Katie's daughter in the end, mate. I know that carries a bit of weight, but I just thought from the draw, there was a few I didn't mind out wide. Um, I think... Chico Malagro has come since come out. I didn't half mind that, but Barrier 20 for me is a no-go zone. And even mm. um, the locally trained Costa has um, has axe running, but it's drawn 24. I mean, it'll come in a bit with some of those scratchings inside. It comes in about six barriers, but it still, still will probably jump from 18 or 17 or something like that. And, I mean, if it could get across, I think it'd be pretty hard to run down on its home track and that stable's low-key flying, particularly when they run at the Gold Coast. But I just thought um, I thought Katie's daughter was a bit of value. It'll be on pace. It's pretty tough. And it was huge for a start. We only missed, I think, 0.7th of a length or something like that. And in a pretty open race, I'm happy to take $8.59, I think. It's a pretty tough start to the day, though, I think, for Bartos. Mate. Tough, tough putting it nicely, mate. This is absolute yeah. hemorrhage kind of yeah. uh, jobs here. Yeah, mate. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna go with just some little theory that I've. I don't really know if it has much uh, stats to back me up here, but there's a horse that's. I'm backing at nineteen dollars, and I really hate this horse, so it kills me to tip this thing. But Lou Book. Um, oh, I did look. I did look at that. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, no. So, so here's the theory, right? Ex-Chris Waller, now trained with the Cody Morgan Yard, uh, will be first up, no form, no trials, no nothing. So banking on the perhaps the change of scenery it just could be the difference because Lou Book was one of those horses, mate, that promised the world everything as a two-year-old uh, and just never really quite lived up to the potential or the hype, so to speak. So I'm just going to bank on it's going to be one of those moments that new trainer, New yard, new change of scenery, gets the job done. And then the yeah. huge price, well, if it's running last, I expect it to run last anyway. So it won't be uh, much much of a dig on the ego, put it that way. <laughs> just just a, just a few mugs, dollars will get, <laughs> will get burnt, burnt up oh. with balls. <laughs> Mate, I think, uh, I think a lot of mug dollars have been burnt over the years on Lou Book. So yeah. I don't think I'll be too unpopular if I've tipped a few people into it. Yep. Thankfully, slash hopefully. Uh, mate, well, look, let's get it. We'll get away from that one quick, eh? <laughs> yep, let's move on. Race two. Race two, 1,100 metres, mate. The time-honoured Sky Racing Classics plate. Now, they don't come any more prestigious than that. Um, look, Kylie is the obvious here. $3.30 uh, with skins there as well, which was, well, interestingly, was scratched midweek at Doombin uh, because it was a heavy track. So I'll see what they do there. Um, but Kylise jumps from barrier one, Seth Thornton on board, mate. It's going to be the probably the obvious leader. But again, Gold Coast is a little bit one of those tracks as well that some horses really thrive there. 
Others, mm-hmm. not so much. Uh, and it's his first start at the track. Yeah, I thought this race was probably a race in two, to be honest, between Carlise and Skins. And I've settled on the latter in Skins. I know that it was scratched from um, Doomba during the week for the heavy, but it's two from two on a soft. There was a pretty high opinion of it last prep when it knocked off uh, Mort Doyle, which hasn't come out and done much, but Leadership Spill has franked a bit of that form early in its prep this time round. Prior to that, it was one and a half lengths, I think, off Sugarboom a few races ago, last prep. And Sugarboom, I think, comes up in the third, $2.30 oh. favourite. And in this race, it'd be yeah. odds on or something like that. So on that alone, I think, yeah, if it handles the conditions and it's not absolutely heavy as, there's enough pace in this race drawn out wide that it'll, um, it'll get the right run of the race and I think can potentially shoot through and not be too far off them from the seven. It shouldn't be posted from back there. We'll get Michael Cahill special, hopefully, and he just weaves through and gets the chocolates. All right, big Mickey. Do it for the bean, hey? Yep. Do it for the bean. Well, it's it's an orange kind of day, mate. So the uh, the silks on skins could be a bit of an early sign for the big orange Herobian Herobian week. Yep. Uh, mate, I'm I'm looking outside the the obvious too, and it again just sounds stupid me saying that out loud. I shouldn't really be doing that, <laughs> but uh, I thought Kylie's form on a on a soft even is is a little left to be desired. So one I'm looking at that might taken on slash stealer an early lead is partners um from the singleton singleton yard up from new south wales you get the rodinator on board too so i mean they're not coming up here uh leaving you know any stones unturned they've got a serious jock on queensland's a leading jock almost um but it just could be one of those race days where the rail is hot uh and if the track's a bit of a bog they'll start getting away from the rail but races one or two i might be able to steal a little bit of a cheeky lead and partners there's been a bit of cash for it 17s into 12s um which isn't as exciting as it was a couple of hours ago when i was doing the form but could steal it could steal it could be one of those days mate uh another one that will i'll just touch on mate moonshine lady really really good on the heavy track the big concern is though we love this girl she cost us last prep Really want to see her come back and, and race well before we start truckloading onto her again. Yeah, mate, that's right. I think that heavy form, so yeah, I mean, leaves a little, a little bit to be desired, but the Gold Coast was the rail and the true. So if the, if they are, yeah. they are going to be hard, unless it does come turn into complete bog. But I can't even remember the last time it poured down there on a race day. Like, I don't. There was a bit of rain no. on the day, but I haven't, I don't recall any crazy heavy days there lately so be interesting to see how it handles it and they do it does seem to bog doesn't it so i think they've even had a few abandoned meetings when the weather has just been that that torrential uh which is a good sign but you think on a day like today that they'll just stick it with a heavy tent if it does get that and the horses get through it. The horses don't. don't Good luck, yeah. hunters, as they say. Yeah, they'll end up <laughs> be fields of three or four. <laughs> yeah, we still might be able to get the trifecta, mate. Yeah. <laughs> mate, well, look, if speed is what we want to look for, the next race epitomises that word. We've got the yep. 900 metres, which is a bit of the Gold Coast specialty, mate. Short, yep. sharp and fast. That's what the Gold Coast is all about. Uh, and let me just read out these names. You tell me which one you think leads here. Sugar Boom, Racecourse Road, mate. Sister Kitty Mac. I've got a Nell. 
<laughs> La Pommier, um, but $2.25 for Sugar Boom, and you know she's got one way or the highway. Yep. Are you getting a piece of that meat on I think, Saturday? So. I think $2.20 or $2.30, I think she was. Um, I think it's almost value, to be honest, in all honesty, against this field. I know that the speed will be on the big gun, absolutely helter-skelter. I mean, if it's a heavy, you've probably got to reconsider, and perhaps they'll scratch anyway if it's a heavy. But um, yep. soft track handles it relatively well. I've got an L actually does have pretty pretty good heavy form, but I, but I can't I can't talk hey. anyone into that horse anymore. <laughs> this is no, I don't think anyone's going to listen to you to be honest. No. If you're going to speak about it no, after so. well that that new young blood fascination. Um, yeah, I'm off young blood too. Don't worry, to that's, that's done. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> sugar burn for me though on top. Yeah. Yeah, mate. I, I've got to, uh, I've got to get on with you, mate. I think it's as simple as you're right. If if Golan doesn't think she'll get through the heavy, they'll scratch her, save for another day. This girl is a listed company horse yep. um, and gets in super well at the handicap. You know, yeah, two dollars is crazy overs. I reckon it is. It it could be an absolute truckload job to be completely honest. But yep. look to back it up with some form as well, mate. Um, you know, she's given four kilos to this field who, you know, horses like Sister Kitty Mac, you know, they're beaten up, you know, midweek horses. So she gets in as well as she can. It's just going to be a, a matter of if the track does her undone because I don't think bad luck's going to matter. She's going to be too quick no. for him. No, I agree with that. And it's a simple game, really. It's just the horse is going to be too quick for him. I wish it was all like that. Yeah. It'd be real great. <laughs> Not that simple, though. <laughs> Um, no, it's not, mate. And um, sorry, go on. What were you? you were I, I'm, spru- I'm just, I'm just looking at, I'm just looking at race four, which is the uh, the Carbine Club Gold Coast Stakes over the eighteen hundred, and I've, I've got my selection, but all your talk about the weather in the past half an hour has got me a, a little bit worried because um, this selection doesn't, um, it's not, it's not a, not really a soft or a heavy tracker to be fair. Bit of a go on a soft, but yeah, heavy's a game over. Well, I might. So. Uh, I might, I might lead you in here because I think I might know where you might be leading. But yeah. uh, in saying that, mate, it could be a good three and I look like an absolute pork chop. So that yeah. wouldn't be the first time. So might be a message there, punters. Although we do encourage you not to even bet at these early prices because we think that they'll stay. They never do. Um, <laughs> this could be a wait till Saturday kind of betting day, I think. Yeah. Mm, definitely. <laughs> but you're right, mate. We've got the Chris Waller carbine uh, stakes here over the 1,800 metres, mate. And what's he got this week? Reloaded. Matawi. Um, Matawi. Alwood. Al- yeah, Al- just, Wood. The, just the three of them. Only, only three. Three out of the 11. Yeah. <laughs> so only 25% of the field. So thanks, Chris, for uh, letting the locals have a chance. Mate, actually, uh, before we divulge into the form, I chucked up a bit of a funny tweet during the week on reloaded who uh back in the day actually finished second or maybe third in the jj atkins stakes behind uh kubrick and prince Farwas that year yeah. and i think between them since that race there's they've run about 30 races and kubrick has won the bondi stakes and it's duck eggs for the rest of them and since then so <laughs> probably goes to show is the most ordinary group one trifecta you'll ever see but in fourth and fifth position was Shadow Hero and Eric the Eel, 
or two tobillion dynamite or whatever he's dragon happy lucky what he's oh yeah that's Kong, over in so. hong kong yeah <laughs> yeah so it's crazy uh crazy how the racing game works sometimes doesn't it mate but i hope reloaded wasn't your pick after that great uh spruik no dissolution probably leads from barrier one but i know it doesn't really have a lot of soft form is that yeah. the way you were leaning mate yeah i mm. i just um, I've, I've been off. I sort of haven't, I guess I haven't given much of a chance of late, but I mean, it's form's been pretty solid this prep. It's just on pace and it's pretty much bulletproof. I mean, I think I was on one, I can't remember what horse it was, on one they were running down the straight and dissolution just nutted it on the line. I think it's just, it's just too tough. And I think at the Gold Coast where potentially even still this early on race four leading could be the place to be. But I dead said if it's, um yeah, if it's wet at all, I think Van Dyke pulls it completely. So, man, I could have one tip left by the time by the time the races come around on Sunday morning. At this rate, I think they might run Sugar Boom, and that could be about it. But anyway, um, dissolution on top for me. I just thought it was toughest horse in this race. Loves the trip. Yeah, mate. Well, look, the good news is if they get scratched, you technically get money back in the account, which sort of does count as a win. If we're going, I'll be take honest. that. Yep. Yeah, we'll take that. Uh, look, mate, I was I was seeing it very much similar to yourself, but that yeah, that soft heavy form has sort of left me a little bit wondering. So I've ended up on Wapiti here. Yeah. He comes through same form lines as Dissolution, just has that little bit more of a, a scope on a wet. Um, yep. But think think Wapiti is just a better horse when he's chasing. So last start, I think he just jumped too well, land on yeah, the front, lead. the yeah. Fradmeister. Yeah, it doesn't lead. And and unfortunately, our favourite jockey, Bobby Frad, isn't on Wapiti this start. So I think that might echo my sentiments on the ride. But um, you get Adelaide Cup winning jockey, Benny Thompson, back in town to hopefully steer Wapiti to a better run. Um, but seven for Dissolution, five for Wapiti. There's not a lot between them. I guess Big yeah. Ligulate's the, the one that they've probably got to knock off, and that's what we're probably hoping for, that Ligulate just doesn't turn up because he's low-key flying too. Yeah, I think as well probably that Genobi, that you picked it up the other week, midweek, and I think it's, yeah. probably, it's probably not worth riding off either because it's got pretty good heavy form for memory. So, yeah, well, well Petey and Genobi with Dissolution is sort of where I was leaning, but I think if it was getting to a good track, Dissolution's the go, but it goes the other way and I'm, I'm packing. <laughs> yeah, well, it... And it seems the obvious and only leader really in the race. Is yeah, that's what um, I thought. I just want to get too many cheap sectionals and just kick away on the turn and then fingers crossed holds on. But yeah. Yeah. And he's, he's, he's a bit of a master at placing old DVD. So yeah. good on him. Uh, well, mate, speaking of heavy, there is a horse that we know and love that is yep. an absolute <sighs> duck and he's a Queensland legend. So it's great to see him back. The candy man is yep. back in town. So big shout out to uh, our good mate, Isaac, who's a, the biggest fan of the pod. He might actually come out from his dungeon now and watch a few races because I think that's his favorite horse far and wide. Yep. Um, but mate, first up, it's going to be 1400s, obviously not the ideal distance, but we keep talking about this track, mate. If it becomes a heavy track, he's definitely within your considerations there, surely. Yeah, I think I think you have to you have to have him into considerations on the heavy track. But it, oh mate, 
uh, the jury's out for me on, I mean, you got Vanna girl in there who's, you know, just yeah. group one quality run. And it's, I mean, albeit running, you know, sort of 16th out of 20 and that kind of thing down in Sydney. But I mean, you're running in group ones, just like the candy man was too down for the Snowden for the Snowden, you know, just taking care of him. But I just think socializing wins this mate. I don't think there's any, yep. Yeah, I reckon three in a row here. It just, Straight over the top of them. I've got I've got to see Vanna Girl and the Candyman come out and show me something before I yep. launch into them again, I think. I just can't do it at the moment. Well, and you're looking, you know, we, we talk about sort of grand finals. Um, and obviously those two, they're the class, they're the quality in the field, but this is not their grand final. It's a, no, it's a run up and it's probably one of those. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And if it is a bog, you might even find, well, it's going to, absolutely burn these horses out so we'll save them for another day yeah. uh well mate what's what's the the greatest saying about the golden yard that we love to have here on two mugs back the other golden runner <laughs> well that's what i'm doing you can take the twos for socializing i'm going to take McEwen. um so look had a bit of a win on McEwen a few starts ago and since then's put in a couple of uh, i guess uh, duck egg runs, but they were at listed level. So he's just sort of on that fringe of a, a high sort of BM90 to listed level sort of horse. Uh, and I think he just gets a little bit in easier here against a few other horses in the same boat. Um, and I just think socializing needs to do it as well. You know, he's Golan's turned him around. He's been working through his grades. He looks unbeatable, but this is by, you know, by far yeah. the toughest test he's had to have so yeah, far. So 100%. the step-ups there, McEwen's done it at this level before. Uh, it just seems to be which McEwen turns up kind of vibes from that horse that I'm feeling. So, mate, but if it's a heavy bog, I wouldn't yeah. mind having a little saver on the Candyman nah, as well. He, yeah, he loves, loves a slot. <laughs> loves a slot, mate. And we love the Candyman, mate. Oh, and I tell you what, there's a bit of a, a bit of candy around in the next one here. Yeah. <sighs> Your pumps, mate, or what? I want to I want to feel your energy through the Yeah, this is zoom. nah, this I think this race is already <laughs> and unless this is a repeat of last year and a smoky comes out like alert and ready and knocks it off. I just can't see sweet dolly get <sighs> knocked off, mate. Don't is can't it... even can't even joke about that. <laughs> although although, although alert I... and ready here. I did say on um, what did I say on Wednesday? I think I posted um, I posted who should deal a living certainty, <laughs> and then runs four. Yeah, so I probably should I probably should count out of it, mate, and not uh, not get too excited. But mate, sweet dolly surely gets the job done here. Bye. Well, it 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 just just has to be as simple as the form lines. I mean, you know, we'll go through it. The, the second in the market there, Gemalon Bolt seems like a good horse. Um, on debut, knocked off by Glorious Ruby, who then ran a, a game, let's say, five lengths to Sweet Dolly last week. So, yeah. I mean, just hence, simply hence looking the, at hence the eight dollar difference <laughs> in price. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. that's it. Um, and look, it's a dollar fifty. It's not rocket science, but it, it it's smell and stitch up if this does not go to plan. Yeah. Put it that way, mate. And for $300,000 for the first place getter, uh, I don't think you're doing those kind of deals on a race day like this. It'd have to be a pretty, pretty juicy deal I think, to be um, to, to be pulling it or something like that. No, it'll, it'll, I think it'll win that race for sure. 
dollar fifty. Yep. Is no, value. We're uh, we're the same, mate. It's an absolute multi banker truckloader. Uh, I think I might have even had a who's your dealer into sweet dolly multi, which is obviously now six feet under. But uh, <laughs> that's all right, mate. We just got to go again. Just got to go again. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Mate, we might, uh, before we get stuck into the quaddy, let's pull up your notes there on the Group 1 Coolmore Classic because at the end, we want to go through the All-Star Mile in depth. So we don't have to be rushing anything come All-Star Mile Day because we love racing Victoria. We love these restrictive races that uh, don't have a lot of emphasis behind them. But Group 1 Coolmore Classic, mates. At the 1,500 metres, Rose Hill, weather looks pretty good. So we're talking about this heavy track, mate, but a nice, good Rose Hill. Generally, I find leaders seem to be a little bit more suited at Rose Hill. But, mate, I know you can always make a case for a, uh, a nice filly that you're going to do so now for us. Yeah, mate, I, um, I, I'm, I'm not sticking with your form. I'm, I'm assuming, I'm going I'm to hint it that you're probably sitting on the fave in Forbidden Love. No real need to jump off there, I don't think. And I'm... Up there with you, mate. I'm on. Um, I thought Chaliot was pretty impressive. It comes off a great win in um, mm. uh, Group Three at Flemington. Knocks off Shout the Bar and Need New Friends. The former is um, running in the All Star Mile, of course, at Mooney Valley. Spoiler could be thereabouts in the numbers. I think um, last prep it was fourth behind Forbidden Love, which uh, Forbidden Love, which ties it in well here. I think there's enough pace in this race with a few of them. They should really crank along. You've got Vangelic, Forbidden Love, Sweet Deal, Sovereign Award, Mizzy, and Dame Giselle will sort of be riding behind that pack. I think Chaliot will be a bit off them, but draws 13 if there's enough pace on board here and they are running on. I mean, if they're not running on by sort of race seven, you're going to know, and then I'll have to switch it up and change up to, you know, something more bulletproof like Forbidden Love. But if they're running on Chaliot, 7.50, mate, starts unders, I reckon, on the day. Yeah. Now, looks looks to be a massive upward scope there with that horse as well. I think it had yeah. a bit of time out of the game with some injuries, but yep. I think they got something pretty good there. Um, yeah. Could be a good little sort of Cox Plate horse, couldn't it? Yeah, I thought that. Getting in line at the weights. All right. Well, mate, get your bet on now before the mugs bloody truckload in the Cox. <laughs> mate, you're spot on. I can't I can't jump off Forbidden Love. Um, it just spanked them in the surround. I mean, I think we're, we're seeing it right that Forbidden Love seems to be the top Sydney seed. You've got Shalow as or Shalo, however you want to say it, as the X factor coming from Melbourne. So yep. I think it's a racing too. I think it's Quinella, to be honest, as well, mate. Um, but just maps you at the exact same run here. It's just gonna probably sit yeah, behind Sweet Deal, I guess. Yeah, yeah it's gonna be on the rails, mate. It's just gonna need the gap to open up. Otherwise, Nash, he'll do it again like he did last start there to win the um to win the surround. Love to see Crone run really well. Um, but a horse like Crone is a horse like Crone. Sean Barrier one, it's gonna get no favors. So fingers crossed for the Queensland connection, but it's just Crone. I'm just gonna leave it at that, isn't it? Yeah, it's <laughs> it's, it's rocks or diamonds with old Crone. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's just how Crone. It, yeah, that's how it goes. Yeah, no good. It wins wins at 30s and gets rolled at two dollars, mate. Yeah. And uh yeah. And look, and well, there's a horse that I'm on here in the next, which has a similar profile. So I'll, I won't spoil it just yet, mate. But race seven, we're back at the 1200 and we're, we're getting to the good stuff here now, mate. Listed racing, you've got in this market, uh, well, it's the who's who's. Jaden Tom turned it all around. First up, mate, you're getting uh, 
50 for Jaden Tom. Outback Barbie, just insert comments from previous podcasts there. Oh, Gemma Scotland's back. Matty Rocks, insert previous notes from previous podcasts there. Shivago seems to be the new blood in this sort of a field, mate. I don't know. Make a case for one, mate. This is a bit of that kind of race, isn't it? Yeah, it's a it's a pretty hard. I think I backed basically the entire field. Maybe not hold the line potentially, but uh, mate, Gemma Scotland yeah. for me, I thought it was good first up um, last start. I think I think it gets in here pretty well. Um, pace is drawn inside, so if, I think that that's fine. It's drawn out. It goes back anyway, so there's no no problems there. First up in behind Doctor Zoo. Gets a bit of a fitness edge now coming second up. It's won once this trip. And um, I think it's got the second best splits of this particular field. And I think it I think it'll be running on, mate. I, I reckon Joe Scotland's Rex Lip could have a right finally, fingers crossed. Yeah, fingers crossed, mate, because it's a, a very good horse slash story. Just had some trouble over the years. Um, yep. look, another one. That has a bit of that X factor as well. Love you, Lucy, mate. I'm putting her on top and I'm getting $20, which I think is a little bit overs. But again, like Crone, mate, it's what one turns up. Pretty disappointing last prep, but the prep before she won a group two um, and then went on to the Wheatwood where she started equal favorite there with Jade and Tom. So if you're looking at the market that day on how they rated the horses, um, I think she. You can certainly make a case for it. It's just going to be the speed if it's on for a horse like her to be able to wind up. And, of course, if they're not running on that day, well, I think I've done my ticket before race number seven there. But first up, mate, who knows? Weirder things have happened down there at the Gold Coast, and uh, that's usually involving you and or I. One start on the soft, none on the heavy. So the conditions conditions are key, (laughs) potentially. So it happens there. Yeah, exactly. Yep, and that's it's going to be the day, really, isn't it? It's going to sum yeah, it up. I think, I think, We're going to catch I th- up next week and go, why did we even bother doing it last yeah, week? Yeah, I think we'll have five tips running or something like that, the way it's looking if this weather hangs around. Fingers crossed we we get there. Mate, that's <clears> right. But, again, this is why we do this early, so we can uh, save our skins if need be. Yep. And, uh, yeah. Mate, main event time. Yep. There is – look, there's an obvious very, very good – girl here uh two from two miami fleece mate you're getting odds on to whether you're looking on or truck loading up but there is a few other horses here that also have shown a lot of potential over the last sort of year when they're racing and it's because they're all three-year-olds but it's just the what could she be factor which is going to draw a lot of people in that come race day i think you get a better price than two bucks to be honest yeah but is it as simple as that for you, Bean, or is there a uh, is there a little girl in this race that I know you have a little bit of bondling time to want to play again? Yeah, mate, I'm I'm back on Kisakano again. I just think first up, the weight is the killer. I think gets in really, really well at the weights here, like beyond beyond good. I think that that's been missed by the market completely with um Miami Fleece. No doubt, respect the time she's running and that kind of thing. But Kisakano drops, I think, six kilos. On last start, um, draws perfectly to get the run of the race. There's dead set no excuses. Tomorrow with the weight, gets a senior jock, draws the three in behind um, Miami Fleece, which you'll have to push across from the 10, I'm assuming, and lead. And I just think um, if Boom Nova and 
and Apache Chase do actually take Miami Fleece on, then yep, Kisakano handles any conditions. So that's not a query, whereas it potentially is for the Fleece without the heavy run. And I think um, I think for $85, pretty good bet there. Yep. Mate, I don't think we're going to be sent any black soil bloodstock caps after this uh, episode, which is a bit of a shame because <laughs> I've been trying to get one for a while. But yeah, I'm on Kiskano as well, mate. Um, she gets an eight kilo swing off some of these horses from that yeah. last start. Yeah. And she was, I mean, we're not all about it, but she was absolutely slaughtered. Yeah. Four wide the trip. Never yeah, a chance. Never it looked like it. Wasn't the best um, ride, but the weight the weight didn't help. Yeah, so she was 63 kilos. That's wait. right. I thought she was 61. Yeah, so she had even yeah. more. So yeah, she's carrying the whole, yep, whole, so- the whole sunny coast with her. Yep, and uh, a lot of your money at the same time there too. But, yep. mate, that's it. Just back to set weights. And Miami Fleece, look, as she's just got to do it at this level. Uh, and that's the big if. Um, you know, her two wins, you can't knock it, obviously, no, at 100%. all. But barrier 10, she's going to have to lead because we haven't seen the versatility that she can do much more than that. So if she doesn't get the fortunes to be able to do that, She's looking at being three or four wide the trip as well, uh, yep. which could just completely unravel her or could just prove that she's an absolute champion in the making. So yep. it's a good uh, it's a good watch either way, but if you're loading up at two bucks, it's a very, very difficult watch to have. So yeah. for that state mate, I think uh, Kisakano has been there, done it before in this stage. It was last year at this time that she unraveled Rothfire. Yep. So... Has a bit of a, uh, a liking for the Gold Coast track, mate. So we're seeing it the same way there. Kisakano back on the train, toot toot. Yep, I'm back on it with you at least. <laughs> guess the, guess you the never chocolates. Left. No, I was, I was, I'm driving yep. the train, mate. <laughs> yeah, it's a bumpy ride. Yeah, that's right. It's a bumpy ride. Well, we need to needed to stand up because I know you're. I know you've you've got fifteen thousand t-shirts in production right now for her, mate. But she's been a little bit disappointing since this time last year, hasn't yep. she? Yeah, up and down, but that's all right. I think this is she'll, she'll be right back on track here, mate. We'll be fine. It's it's the weight, I think, because she was so good last prep. She's just been weighted out of races. I think that's the yeah, that's the problem. Anyway, oh well, that's it, mate. And it, it's probably going to be um, one of those things. Unless she finds races like this, it'll be let's pack the bags and go to Sydney, go to Melbourne, yeah. see where just, she's just going to get in better. Yeah, yep, easy, easy. Get out, stakes, mate. It's time. Uh-huh. It's time. Uh, look, all I'm going to tell you is that this race is over 1,300 metres, mate. Um, I think they're all even favourite. No, Ventura Ocean's a favourite. Tell yeah. me who wins, mate. This is this is where we need to discuss. I think um, I think second up, it's got no form, soft or heavy conditions, Ventura Ocean. And second up, it's no form either. It absolutely flies first up, which came out in one, but second up, it's a query. Mate, I've backed a Mashidia a few times, Epic Girl. There's, I mean, Let's Party Marty's in there, Love Stri- I mean, half the, I think most of the rest of the field, we've had a bit of a dabble at over the, over the years. I think Diodoro is overs if it, if the weather keeps up, but I've settled on Cloak actually, mate, for the Van Dyke stable. Comes up here. Um, it's not its right trip yet. Probably goes better over the sort of 16, 1500, that kind of thing. But um, got our main man, Sherry Tomlinson on, mate. And I just think um, from barrier five, 
with the um, with the three kilo claim, it could set the pace, push forward, make a few of those outside runners do just a bit of extra work. And um, it's it's had a trial, so I think he's obviously primed it up. And if he's bringing it to the coast, I just feel like could be um, could be a bit of a smoky. I'm getting seven dollars. I think it's a couple of bucks above potentially what price it should be. So I'm just it's not value city, but um, yeah, bit of a price there. That's all right, mate. It's uh. You're going to drop me off on the way to Value City because I've certainly got one that's yep. Value City. So <laughs> sometimes, mate, you just got to stick with the obvious. And the obvious that we keep barking about is Wigo in the last. Wigo has the ride on Elixir here at $26, mind you. Um, and it is. It's just one of those ones, mate. You've got to find a, a case for something. And that's what I'm, I'm doing with this boy. So... It's a, it's a bit of a Gold Coast local, mate. The Les Calliard, they're never too far away with this fella and he just does his best work, covered up, swamp and late. Barrier 17 is probably going to get the favours in the run, believe it or not. He's going to have to go back. He's going to have to probably be three or four wide with cover. Um, and if they're coming wide, which at the Gold Coast, they do tend to do more often than not. Yeah. Just whether he's got the uh, the sprint there to, to come home. But, mate, I can't believe this thing is $2.50 favourite Ventura Ocean. It is coming from subpar European pathetic racing and yeah. can't and, – and meets a battler's field that have got way more proven credentials in this thing. I mean, yeah. a, bit, a bit Ren's Day, which is just as much as a guzzler for this bloody Oz Bloodstock team. Um, so it's definitely lay of the day, mate. So we'll see yeah. these famous last words, hey? Yep. Second, second half will come, come out and win by four lengths. <laughs> silly. And then I'll be all for it and I'll yep. be asking those guys for a hat. Yep. That's How right. Good. That's all right. <laughs> we'll let you have it. <laughs> all right. Well, mate, before we jump into the big one, Beans Banger, best of the day there at the Gold Coast, mate. I know you love the Gold Coast. Tell me who's on top for you. Uh, it's a pretty hard day, but I think Sugar Boom, if it runs, just wins. If not, I think Kisakano is probably the best of the rest, really. Like, I mean, you could pick Sweet Dolly, but that's a bit that's a bit pathetic. That's the sort of thing you'd do, mate. So <laughs> I'll leave that up to you. <laughs> well, Mozzles must have, mate. Sweet Dolly on top there uh, <laughs> at the uh, the dollar fifty. It's all about stats, mate. No, no, I think Wapiti is is my confidence play there for the day. Um, yeah. I think is certainly if the rain's going to come, I'll be more and more keen come race day. Probably won't take the price now because I think we're going to get riddled with scratchings, mate, and I'll end up on yep. Wapiti at 6 bucks, get paid out at $2.20, and it jumps at $5, and I've just been hammered with deductions. But that's my punting, mate. Yep, one punting. All righty. Well, mate, it's grand final time, and again, big, big – well, props to the team at the Hrovi in there for A, getting the big boy in the race, having – him ready to go, uh, and I know a fair few of the team are heading down there on Saturday, so it's going to be an absolute belter for them. We'll be cheering hard, mate. Don't worry about that. Yep, that's but right. we're going to go through a runner-by-runner preview. So what we'll do, I'll take the odds, you take the evens. Yep. That was right, yeah? Yeah, that's right, yeah. Good. I'll just like, make, otherwise... sure, make sure we got it right, otherwise, <laughs> otherwise we're, we're on yep. the fly. <laughs> well, otherwise we're making a very strong case for odds or evens, one of the two. Yep. Uh, but, mate, I'll kick us off. And horse number one there draws the barrier nine, Johnny Allen. It's the Cox Plate winner, Sir Dragon 8, at $16. And I think that's probably his price. Um, 
the, well, I was one of the mugs that got sucked in first up, mate, thinking all this, you know, he's got to be able to run decent on a good track. Like, surely it's not as black and white as that. It is as black and white as that from yeah. what we've seen. So I think the team are praying for a bit of rain, which doesn't look like they're going to get. Um, but in saying that, his last start, first up, was his first run under 2,000 metres ever. So... He's not a miler. He's not a 1,400-meter horse. He's a he's a 2,000-meter-plus horse. Needs conditions to suit. He doesn't get any of those today. I don't think he'll be anywhere near the top five. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I tend to agree, mate. I, got, I do have one thing to add there. Johnny Allen, he's – without the jiggers and the weir magic, he's really not the – um. he's not the same yeah, wizard. He's not the same wizard that he was, is he? Is it just me or he's gone missing? No, you're right. Is he at the pub? Is he, a bit. is he even racing every week? Because <laughs> I reckon he's, I don't reckon he's road winners at all for like months. Well, and I've, I've just sort of clicked too. Glenn Boss obviously has an association with uh, Sir Dragon A here too. So yep. whether he's suspended, I'm not sure. I haven't looked into it until now, but he's just jumped off it because he, he doesn't think it's a chance. Well, it's a pretty good lead yep. too, isn't it? Pretty good push, yeah. All right, well, that moves us on to horse number two, and it is the big dog, the enormous behemoth. He is quite a behemoth, the South Australian star. A um, couple of queries. There's there's one pretty there's one pretty big push though, um, but it's never on the trip before. That's that's a concern, I think. Um, comes from Adelaide, and the Adelaide straight tends to be a bit longer, but it's handled Caulfield before, so I'm not too bothered about the tight turning Mooney Valley track. I think that's a bit bit similar. I think it's advantage back to wait for age here, and it draws the one, and thank God Craig Williams is back on board because who's written the last couple of starts? I think D Oliver had a crack, and then... Yeah, Ollie. It's just, yeah, it's... it's Williams just has this horse, yeah coddled up their best mates. I don't know. He's figured it out or something like that. I reckon it'll probably run top six, but he's not in my top four. All right, mate. Uh, horse number three, Streets of Avalon. Group one winner. We won't doubt the horse's credentials, but barrier 14 is the killer for this horse here. Um, I mean, it's a tough on-pace horse, but that's – as I said, that's a problem. It's going to have to do a lot of work to get there. Winner of the All Stakes. It's a 1,400-metre horse, mate. Zip from seven at the mile. I don't think he's a top five horse. Yep. Good call. Horse four, Mr. Quickie. Um, runs okay first up, but absolutely jumps out of the ground second up and eats this trip. Um, I think the query is going to be keeps the same weight against Probabil, who's been absolutely flying and I can't see turning the tables there, but um, there's probably the most important factor in racing at the moment. And that's the jockey and Jamie Carr's on board. So <laughs> I think um, you've got to consider it, don't you? Yeah. In trouble from the barrier, but I think with her on board, oh, it's first half of the field for sure, but I think it's going to run up the backsides. Back car, uh, drink the bar. Yeah. Mate, number, horse number five, star of the sea. So, look, form is good as it gets going into a race, let's be honest. First up behind Sabatiano, who went on to win a group one last week. 
and of course, 50 stars from that same race should have been a little bit closer in the Oz Cup. Unfortunately, do many of the mugs dismay. But again, it's a get back horse. It's drawn barrier 12, 15 horses around that Mooney Valley bend. You're going to be wanting luck and a lot of it. Um, and to be quite honest, he's going to be behind horses like Probabil and Acadia Queen. So if they're a couple of lengths in front, come yep. to turn, there's you know there's no way that this horse can out sprint either of those two girls, in my humble opinion. Yep, can't. So can't win. Can't agree more. <laughs> Number six, we're off to the Bloodstocks, and that's with Mugger two fourth in the Cox Plate. Number six. Mugger two. It was fourth in the Cox Plate last year. I actually think that Cox Plate was a bit of a muddling affair, though. So some of the form there, I think, is a bit sort of sketchy at best. Mm. Um, it's drawn pretty well, though. Hugh Bowman steers, and he's probably the best Mooney Valley jockey going around. Um, but I think it could end up sort of three, four wide the trip, knowing the way he likes to push forward. Um, positives, 3.6 lengths off Colette and very elegantly Apollo. And I think if either of them are in this race there, you know, fives or better at the price. No, favorite. So, yeah. yeah. Um, it's a chance. Not my top four. All right, mate. Well, number seven, the big boy, the Herovian. So here we go, mate. Here we go. And look, yep. $50 we're getting now. Um, I think that's overs. Don't sorry to sorry to burst the Queensland bubble. I don't think he can win, but I think he can absolutely run a bolter of a race. He's had he's got everything to suit that needed to suit. So Barry is a big tick. He's drawn perfect. He's going to sit behind, probably shout the bar that leads um, yep. if Probabil doesn't come across. But either way, he's going to be chasing a pace, which is exactly what the big boy needs in a race. So he needs to really build it into that tempo. And his go is that last of the 200-meter sprint when it presents itself. So I'm thinking that he maps to sit probably with Behemoth just off the leaders um, and if he can just hold his hold his position, I think he's a he's a massive top five play, maybe around that fourth, fifth, or sixth position. And I think the uh, the ownership group would certainly be on Party Avenue if that was to happen. So I think he's the one that a lot of people have, have put to the sword and slept on just from that first up run in Melbourne. But this is a bit of a different go here at the Valley. Yeah, I agree with that. I reckon. Yeah, I reckon he's a chance. Definitely. Number eight, we move on to Regalo Hu di Gitano. Um, I mean, I don't really need to say much here. But anyway, benchmark 86, um, carrying 63 kilos. It ran five of eight. Um, it's got okay form at the trip, but I mean, it's not beaten much at home. I reckon it runs second last. Yep. <laughs> You've left, uh, you've left the, the hang there on who's going to finish last, mate. We'll get there. <laughs> um, <laughs> number nine, Russian Camelot. So, look, he's he's the big unknown, isn't he? It's as simple as that. No one knows how he's going. No one ha- knows how he's going to go first up. He's, he's won at a mile. He's done it all. The problem is he's just sort of – you just don't know what kind of brilliant he is. I mean, he's been a brilliant winner – to the 1400, the 1600, but then even more brilliant at 2500 for the SA Derby, for example, and then onto a Melbourne Cup. So whether this is just a look, he's going to be the flashing light of the race. I think that's the obvious, 
Yeah. Um, just whether he's not in his comfort zone at the mile, going on to bigger, bigger and better things in Sydney after this race. But I think either way, he'll be the bit of the talking point out of the race, win, lose, or draw. Still think he can get in the top five, um, if not the trifecta, but I just don't have him on top to win. Yeah, I agree with that. Number 10, mate, I think, deserved favourite, all honesty, two for two this trip. It's only missed once at this track, and that was a fifth in that Cox Plate to Sir Dragonet. There there she is. Um, I think, it's not her, but just as good. I, 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 think the key, I think the key problem is gets back. That's going to be the issue from Barrier yeah. 5. Um, Willie Pike steers, and I think... If it's, uh, I'm hoping she's no further back than four pairs and sort of like two or three wide. I don't want to box down the rail. I think it turn the tables on probable. I think it's deserved favourite, Arcadia Queen. All right, mate. It's pretty decent confidence with you there. Well, speaking of probable, let's yep. talk about <laughs> the girl. Um, and look, well, Arcadia Queen probable deserved first two. I'm not potting her, but I can't have Probable on top for this trip. Um, I just think there's going to be too much pace on the inside for her to be able to get across and therefore has to either sit wide for the run, which she can do, but in a horse, well, when you've got a horse like a Katie Queen on your tail, that's not what you want to do. Yeah. Or they're going to have to pull her back to settle in the position, which I don't think is her sort of normal racing pattern. So, it could be a very heart in your mouth watch that first 100 metres for Probable fans. Um, I think she'll just be the unlucky runner. I think her, her toughness probably keeps her in the top five, but it'll just be a matter of she's going to be doing way too much work and that's what's going to cost her the, one of the Quinella placings, I believe. Fair enough. Number 12, moving on to Shout the Bar for Bot Waterhouse. We've got Mickey Walker. The Shuckers out for the big fella. He does love a bit of that action. Um, I actually think this horse is going to be the um, surprise packet of this race. It's not running poorly at all at the moment. It draws completely perfect for the style of racing. Um, it'll ping the lids and make every post a winner. Um, first up, attempt over 1,400. Gets beat by Shallow or Shallow which is the tip for the 1,500-metre Coolmore Classic down in Sydney. Yeah, um, good I mean, form. Yeah, prefers a bit of rain, but I think um, if it gets the brakes, this is a smoky for the fe- for the fecky, I reckon, Shout Bar. Um, it's in all my multiples. Yeah, mate. Um, I'm, uh, I'm leaning on your page there too. And we talk about pace and coming back to Probabil, drawing from Barrier 10, this is the problem. you got graceful glamour coming from barrier 11 there and the big white, the big gray just pings it knows no other way, mate. So if she doesn't lead, she's going to be nagging probable for half the the bloody trip. Um, And it's probably those two and running, isn't it? Graceful glamour and shout the bar that are probably your leaders in this race as well. So in saying that, She's a roughie. I'm not going to have her in the top five, but she could set up a frantic pace for fans of Acadia Queen, for example, to be able to have something to to hit the line hard with. Yep, and that we move on. Horse fourteen, um, still a star. I've never heard of it before. <laughs> We're going to put it out there, so I had to do a, legend, a, a tiny bit of recon. But the Tassie Legend gets in here. Um, it likes to go forward as well and get on pace, but from barrier fifteen, no chance. Runs last, I think. 
Uh, well, that leaves Luna Fox, number 15, winner of the Guineas. Let's just hope the owners can go buy themselves a new car with their 8th to 15th paycheck that they'll receive in this race. Um, <laughs> so, mate, give us your sort of how you see the race shaping out and your top four that we'll give for the mugs out there before we wrap up. Yeah, I think, um, I think to be honest, I think probably on Arcadia Queen from the respective draws. I know probably was drawn a bit wide, but it's like you've said, tough. I mean, it's had a pretty few pretty good runs this prep where it's been tough and out wide. I think, um, I think Arcadia Queen wins, if I'm honest. Um, probably and shout the bar make up the trifecta and i've got the big boy the herovian in for fourth i just think like you mentioned gets the run of the race gets a bit of pace here i think i'd, I'd be i'll actually be surprised if he doesn't run top five but i've got him in my top four the queensland beautiful shoot. mate and that's what the that's what the queenslanders need to hear mate confidence from the mugs because remember we are queensland racing we are the premier podcast new service tip service whatever service you want will provide yep. that's how board and uh, how out we do mate i've gone big boy behemoth on top um and what was interesting is i really didn't consider behemoth until i sort of sat down and and sort of went through the form properly uh i think we're spot on here with the pace and just think of behemoth from barrier one willow knows him to sit behind and have that turn of foot late I think he is a mile horse, just hasn't been to the trip. Simple as that. Yep. He's had a start at the Valley and handled it really, really well. One by, albeit, you know, I think it was his, maybe it's Maiden, but put him away three or four lengths, which is the big unknown for any horse going to Mooney Valley for the first time. So, mate, I'm going to have a good little dig there at 15 each way for Behemoth on top. I think Arcadia Queens is going to be the one flashing late and just going to miss. Um, you're spot on, I think. Shout the bar is the one that's going to be given some cheek and just have that fight fight aspect to hold on for a place. Yep. And then I've got Camelot and the Hovian sort of knuckling out fourth and fifth there. I think probably Bill, I'm leaving out of my top five, mate. I'm, I'm putting the statement down to the people. Um, <laughs> just think she's going to be the, yeah, Benny Thomas ain't going to be too happy with us, mate, but we've, we've done an interview with him. So he's old news. Uh, I think she's just the hard luck story. She's going to have to do it tough, and they're going to make it tough for it. It's a $5 million race. Yeah, right? that's right. Yeah, I think yeah, it's not It's not going to be easy. This is going to be pressure on. I mean, shout the bar and graceful glamour. Could even be taken on up front, really. Could be could be one of those yeah. scary ones where they come five wide around the first corner, and you're like, oh, God. Well, and that's where you got to almost think of, you know, horses that, you know, let's. it's, it's a great concept, but have no – place in this race you know let's talk regalo di canto however you pronounce it um graceful glamour still a star their mo might be let's just do a laschetti spirit here which might catch everyone off guard and hold on for a seventh or eighth fading rather than putting it to the back and knowing that they're not going to be able to run on well why wouldn't you try something stupid almost to to guarantee an extra 20 20k prize money yeah, just I'll change be, it up. If I was yeah. riding it. Yep. <laughs> That's right. You know, you got to take the inches, mate. That's what we uh, we do. Yep. Well, mate, it uh, shapes up to be a massive weekend. So, mugs going down the GC. Have fun. We won't be down there with you, but we'll be certainly putting some frothies back, watching the big Queenslanders in action, won't we, Bean Dog? We sure will be, mate. We'll be frothy for that big H, big H bomb. Love it, mate. Thanks for your time. See you Saturday, Mugs. Good luck. Cheers, Mugs.